live of fire and air <laughs> and you're with your hosts uma and kush hello everyone hello how is everyone doing hopefully better than last episode <laughs> <laughs> yes hopefully with new perspectives no. we've been moving we've in been a healthy moving. way yes this is the final episode of season one more details on that at the end, I think. Mm-hmm. So today's episode, I want to talk about whether we are creators or creations. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, maybe if our listeners are smart beings. <laughs> if our minions. If our minions are smart beings. Are we starting a cult? If you want to be part of our cult, you're raise your hand. <laughs> oh, you're already in it. Wow. <laughs> You've had no choice in this. Free world doesn't exist. I, I, you're about to learn, everyone. <laughs> so we're going to be touching on the simulation theory, what it's about, and kind of we want to touch on where this leaves spirituality. Does it conjoin with it? Does it oppose it? What like We just want to discuss the topics in conjunction with each other separate from each other and just kind of go into it because I think this is a topic that hurts everyone's brain (laughs) and puts us all into an existential crisis and I just wanted to explore why how if what should be (laughs) now but to start a little bit of a juicy start and that is, I want you to imagine now. Ooh, visualization again. <laughs> Where is there? <laughs> there isn't an episode that starts with me and doesn't start with a visualization. So here we go. This is how my brain works, okay? I like it. Okay. I like it. I like it, I like it too. So I want you to imagine you're sat in front of this big ass, fat ass computer. <laughs> And you know, it's touch screen, it's got all the new latest HD, 3D, 4D, I don't know what there is these days, but yeah, it's got all this latest designs. And on this computer, you can choose whatever universe you wanna go into. And you can choose whatever living being in that universe you want to talk to. You can choose something from the past, something from the future. You can talk about something, I don't know. It doesn't even have to be real. It can be something like that doesn't, well, people don't think, think exists. Exist. Like, Tell me what universe you'd like to be zapped into. Right now. <laughs> right now. Yes. <laughs> right now. Right now. Okay, well, actually, when I was a kid and I couldn't sleep, I used to do this, like, as a, like, a visualisation really? task, honestly, <gasps> like, to get to sleep. So wow. what I would imagine was that, like, I was in my room and, like, there were different parts of my room and, like, that had different doors and every door would lead to, like, a different kind of world and I would just, like, imagine what world I wanted to be in, like, that night. That is so cool. Yeah, to, like, and I'd, like, imagine that world and, like, I'd, like, fall asleep to that and like I just love like fantasy fairy tale like just you know anything like kind of magical like I just I've always been like really really into that and yeah I think the main kind of 
um, universe that I used to love zapping myself into was I just wanted to be a fairy. <laughs> and like my dream has come true if you've seen the logo and I'm actually a Disney fairy now. <laughs> <laughs> manifestation I think that's what you call right? it <laughs> but honestly like yes I would just like I just want to be a fairy like I just want to like open my wardrobe and I'm suddenly in this like fairy tale land and I'm just flying and there's like forests and like just like all the beautiful aspects of nature mm. like in this world but just like times a hundred like there's just like beautiful streams and like big flowers and like beautiful skies and we're all just flying and I'm like resting in a petal and Aww. like I just love like I actually just like love that concept so yeah I just I'd want to be a fairy just like no responsibilities just completely free what about what about you what universe would you zap yourself into and well actually I don't know if you'd have powers in that universe but if you were to have powers what would it be in that universe um I really would love to zap into the universe of something living in the deep deep ocean really just like yeah just to be emerged like I always have thought about imagine being so emerged into the ocean that obviously like you know fish have gills and blah blah blah. I can breathe that way (laughs) (laughs) but like imagine actually being able to experience the universe in that realm that is your day-to-day life and you're able to be under the water at all times like I just would love that. I think I would love to be under the water. Or Yeah, that's what I would want to do. And that's I would cool. just want to explore because how mad is it that we don't even know like 90% of the deep ocean? It's actually mad. It's scary. It's, it's scary, but also like I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to join you there. <laughs> that's sick. Let go. Let go. So that big ass computer... How would you react if I was to tell you that's basically what our future technology looks like? Because with the way technology is speeding up, advancing, it just looks like that virtual reality, haptic technology means that our living beings are going to be indistinguishable with what we know as now as gaming. And... That is mainly because as humans, we're just attracted to new, shiny graphic designs, whatever's going to look cool next. And capitalism, these rich people gain and gain (laughs) and gain from that. And they literally see the demand of technology and how much money they can make from it. And only more money is getting put into these things. And I think with this whole situation with COVID, it's only setting up our generations to be okay with this life. Children are getting used to living their lives over their screen, interacting through Zoom or Teams, whatever you want to call it. With this experience of COVID, it's only setting our generations up to have less social skills. So when the technology advances, it will be easier capitalist markets to get to these generations Mm -hmm. and really make it into this indistinguishable reality yeah so true that's so true like that's where we're headed like our materialistic world has no room for growth unless we actually go to these extremes now because like we are so technologically advanced that 
like where do we go from here mm-hmm. if, if we don't just start yeah you know. and I think even if we think about social media these days and what Instagram is I think what it is is just a 2D version of what virtual reality is aiming to be and I think the foundations of technology are based on us simulating the universe around us the world as we know it what we can see eventually with these monetary endorsements of technology we're just going to end up simulating ourselves and with that Elon Musk which I'm sure all of us have heard of (laughs) thinks that if we can simulate and if we do simulate it means that the probability of us already being in a simulation increases and that kind of suggests that there is this higher being of someone controlling us, someone that isn't us, that's just creating a version of our reality, which is not real. This person, through education, we would associate to be God and the religious aspects around God and this higher being But with the simulation theory in mind, it would suggest that it's something that's something that looks a bit more like us, something that's obviously more intelligent than us, but you know, it it definitely takes away the motion that God is this higher being, untouchable. So just to kind of like reiterate that, so like what we're saying, like simulation theory is the idea that technology has become or will become like so advanced that we can create simulations of realities whereby for example simulation theory is the idea that we are currently in a simulation so we this this reality that we think we're in isn't real life this is not the baseline reality Mm -hmm. so by baseline reality we mean like like the what we see is real like the what number we, one reality yeah yeah we are just a version of that yeah. and billions of other simulations already yeah. exist and we're just one of that and exactly. we're one of the outcomes mm-hmm. and like obviously so this would be some higher intelligent being that has been able to create this level of technology to create the simulation that we exist in right now so that would be they would be our version of god yeah and i think in some ways that does question the existence of god and what we know it to be and i think there's motions of that that i agree with which is the fact that god the 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 teachings of god can come off as arrogant in terms of assuming of what assuming that we know what God wants from us. So that would be arrogant of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if we're saying that, okay, so we're in a simulation right now, so that means that there's a higher intelligence mm-hmm. that's controlling our reality. So what we're experiencing right now isn't real, but it's just created by this higher intelligence, which is maybe a more advanced version, like a more intelligent, advanced version of the of humans as we know it right now. That would mean that technically, like, God as we know it right now, this higher intelligence that knows everything, decides everything, creates everything, that wouldn't be this kind of magical presence as Mm -hmm. we see as God, but would rather be this just a bit more like 
that's a bit that's human that's a little bit smaller than us that's yeah. behind the computer screen and he is our god yeah so in a way like we should still be grateful for them because everything we know about god he created us he gave us life he's mm-hmm. you know he's creating our fate we are, he knows everything like all those kind of concepts of god still exist it's just that this idea of god the form of god mm-hmm. has changed indeed but with this view like what would be kind of naive to think okay so right now the god that we know like the god that we perceive right now we see as omni benevolent mm-hmm. but which means all loving but mm-hmm. how do we know that this okay if we are in a simulation how, how do we know how do we know that this god has our best interests at heart for all we know we are just pawns in his game mm-hmm. for fun and how children slash how we did when we were children how we treated ants as little <laughs> well this is how me and uma treated ants yeah. i hope people relate otherwise we're actually crazy yeah i think this is the first sign of like psychosis but yeah how we used to treat ants when we were younger was just kind of like do random shit to them drown them maybe so what did you used to do to ants <laughs> well actually i had an ant farm and it was in a Tupperware box. It wasn't that much of an elaborate ant farm. But I used to have leaves, leaves in it. I used to feed it. I used to just kind of like watch them trail on and see what they did. Um, watch them trail on. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I killed them the way you did. Oh. No, not going to lie, I did. Sometimes I'd watch <laughs> them like as groups and just squash. Squash. Can I just say what I used to do to ants? I just need to get out of my system. Like it's been, it's eating me. It's been eating me up inside. I just need to get it out. We're ready. Okay, so I used to visit India, and I had nothing to do. So I used to sit on the wall. <laughs> the whole of India. <laughs> the whole of India. She had nothing. I had to nothing do. to do. I used to sit. I was. I was young, guys. I was young, and I used to sit on the wall, <laughs> and I used to just like you know, collapse. You know how you do. It'd be like that. Just a collance. But I used to observe what happened when I killed them and like, ants are mad. What did they used to do? Okay, so like, obviously dead ant on the wall, you know, killed by Kush. (laughs) Everyday process. (laughs) (laughs) And they used to come like in a group and they used to scrape the dead ant off the wall and they used to carry it away. (gasps) That's literally what our gods are thinking when they see us do that shit. Funeral. It yeah. was an ant funeral. Did they do that? Yes. Maybe and it was they just Indian ants. And then they, <laughs> because they, they just be like traditional, like that, all the customs and shit. They were spiritual ants, what yeah. can I say? But like, and they used to put this like goo like liquid, like where really? the, yeah, this goo liquid where the dead body was. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it was hella interesting. But then literally, um, like just before I left India, like after a week of killing ants, I got the worst ant bite in the world. And that's just, you know, it's called karma, karma. ladies and gentlemen. It's called karma. Yeah. <laughs> in conclusion, however Kush treated them ants as <laughs> a child could easily be what these higher beings are treating us like. And that would kind of give a lot, a lot of explanation to all the messed up, fuckeries fuckeries that happen on a day-to-day life and what is happening right now i suppose as well no i think with that it would be 
foolish to not take on the idea that simulation theory is real Mm -hmm. and we are in a simulation right now you know we are just one variation of the baseline reality kind of evidence for the simulation theory is that we seem we appear to be alone in the universe like they have worked out that there are millions billions what was the statistic we just watched a video on it like of habitable planets like earth it was there's millions and billions chances that there's other planets that are at the right habitable state to have human life but yeah just in the milky way there's a chance of one million other planets that could have the correct conditions for human life yeah exactly and like if we take that into consideration, then why haven't we seen alien life? Mm-hmm. And this is known as the Fermi paradox. And the Fermi paradox is basically the crazy concept that why are we alone in the universe when we should not be alone there's in the no universe? Way there's we're no alone. way. If there's so many habitable planets in our in our galaxy and the Milky Way in itself, then there's literally like, I can't even remember the statistic, but it's a mad, it's a mad statistic. (laughs) It's a mad statistic. (laughs) And like, there has to be, there's actually like, without a doubt, there has to be other life forms that live in this universe, but why haven't we seen them? And this Mm -hmm. is kind of like an indirect support for the simulation theory that like the simulation theory would explain if we are living in a simulation that's why we haven't seen other life forms because they've not put us they've, in not, that one. they've not put little green things on our planet and be like yo this is an alien like yeah. have fun with it you know yeah. so um that is you know kind of i guess indirect evidence that would make sense but i mean what spirituality would say about that is like the reason why we haven't seen other life forms in this universe is because we aren't consciously developed enough to see them yeah so there's different levels of consciousness and we are on a certain level like our collective consciousness in the universe is on a certain level and it's not very high like we (laughs) we were literally talking about this earlier like not many people are very spiritual and very conscious and like we're kind of on this low level consciousness level and an other life forms like humans are very 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 they're very new to the universe yeah so other life forms they are supposedly on a much higher level of consciousness they have a much higher understanding of themselves of the universe of the connected oneness with everything and they're just like because of that they're kind of living on a different realm Mm -hmm. whereas us because we haven't reached that collective consciousness we aren't on that realm so we're living beside these other life forms that we can't see them and this is again i'm going to talk about ants Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) we love ants because they're important i'm sorry that i murdered all of you but you know you guys you guys matter you're you're muttering now anyway (laughs) you do you matter and for example ants they have this whole civilization this whole colony this whole way of living and they obviously well i mean chances are they think they're the only civilization in Mm -hmm. their universe because they don't have the level of consciousness to recognize other life forms whereas you like humans are actually living alongside them but they don't have that level of consciousness to notice notice it recognize it process it and i think that's similar to 
the fact that we can't hear the frequencies of dolphins speaking, we can't see certain colours, we can't understand the language of different animals in general because we don't have that level of consciousness. We don't, we, I, I really do think, and I think in the research of all of this, is that humans are very egotistic Mm. and we think everything revolves around us. Why can't animals speak our language? (laughs) And, you know, like... I don't know, like, why can't we colonize I mean, the universe? We've literally, <laughs> oh my God. we've literally tried to teach apes sign language for no for reason no re- at all. Leave them alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. I just, that was our whole, that's the reason we're friends right now. We wouldn't be friends if apes weren't taught sign language, a module wasn't created <laughs> of apes being taught sign language, and we didn't so have to true. revise the concept of apes being taught sign so actually shout out to the apes that got taught sign language because you're the reason that fire and air exist right now but well also i'm <laughs> sorry i'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i think so that kind of supports the whole argument of like not having the correct consciousness of certain things so the idea that our reality isn't actually like necessary necessarily a real reality can kind of be supported like scientifically so for example like the reality that we that we know or we believe is real is literally based on the chemicals in our brain and the connections in our brain and just like you know how Mm -hmm. just the scientific composition of our brain Mm -hmm, that allows us to perceive the reality in the way that we can perceive the reality but because that is our reality we think oh this is baseline but what's like why why Mm -hmm. do we feel like this is baseline like we can only perceive what we are allowed to perceive given the biological conditions that we have been given so for example like when people take drugs like they change the drugs change the chemical composition in your brain it for example mdma produces more dopamine Mm -hmm. serotonin and your whole reality changes colors are brighter sounds are louder all this kind of stuff and that becomes your new reality in that moment when Mm -hmm. your brain composition has changed Mm -hmm. but when we come back to our what we know is based on reality we see that as people see that as an alternate reality that has only been induced by a um by a drug which it has but that drug has just allowed like has just changed the the level of certain chemicals in our Mm -hmm. brain but if we had that permanent brain, if we had that permanent brain yeah. composition, that would be our permanent reality. And then that would become our baseline reality. So there's no such thing as like a real reality. It's literally just how our, you perceive it's it. It's literally just our perception based on the on the biological compositions that allow us to perceive what we perceive. And at the end of the day, that's what makes us all so different. Exactly. And that's what makes us perspective take in all different ways, shapes and yeah. forms. In, in the end of the day, then what is baseline? Because everyone's baseline exactly. is different. Like this, this like little segment just actually confirms the fragility of mm. reality. There is no such, I don't think there's any such thing as baseline reality because the fragility of reality is so dependent on such minuscule aspects of life. Yeah. yeah. And that those minuscule aspects of life differ from person to person, life form to life form. Yeah. 
think now because we've spoken about the possibility of the simulation theory mm-hmm. um i want to talk about the world actually as how we know it and that is religion spirituality and science and how simulation actually can fit into all of that or whether it is a completely different category on its own teaching of there is alternative universes that we can all have the potential to experience with different decision making options and consequences because simulation theory would be saying that there's billions of different variations of the same thing happening right now which is basically alternative universes the only difference is is that spirituality is saying that with our minuscule decision making we can flip and change our possible outcomes whereas assimilation is a lot more kind of rigid with that isn't it it's a lot more like this is your simulation this is you are in control by the simulators it's like that interactive black mirror episode where it gave um, a certain scenario and then it gave you two options and then pretend mm-hmm. like whatever decision you made you got zapped into that particular reality mm-hmm. in obviously the episode and that was because like that you know that was a, that was a simulation of like different realities based on different decisions and that's so that like so and if we were in a simulation that would make sense that every time we make a decision we get zapped into a different simulation where that that decision carries through mm-hmm. but that also really relates to the spiritual cultural idea that that time isn't linear that time is parallel so that different realities are all happening at the same time in conjunction with each other and depending on what decision you make you you go into that different universe mm-hmm. depending and like so you're always changing universes all the time and every single possibility is existing all at the same time so like that's really I guess a really big similarity between the simulation theory and spirituality yeah yeah 100% we've been thinking about simulation theory a lot more we've kind of seen more parallels with simulation and religion rather than spirituality itself in terms of having this parallel with order in religion and order in simulation and religion having this one higher being that is so separate from Mm, us and what we are whereas spirituality would kind of teach us that we all have the potential to grasp this higher being that is within us Mm -hmm. that is within the universe and every Mm -hmm. other living thing out there we just need to be able to dedicate our lives to that and that's kind of what reincarnation teaches as well reincarnation teaches that we're all on our spiritual paths we're all at different levels and with that it means that we're all at different kind of sacrifices with spirituality and if you was to believe in reincarnation and enlightenment you are believing that as lives go on and it might not be linear but as lives go on eventually you'll reach life where you will sacrifice this living life 
to being spiritual and connecting to oneness in order to be able to achieve enlightenment in your afterlife instead of being reborn mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. so like the simulation theory yeah it's definitely possible and it really is in line with a lot of religious teachings that are out there right now that a lot of us believe when we say simulation teaches that this high being is so different from us it's that it's this one-way path they can easily access us they they are living through us but we cannot access them we cannot imagine what it is to be like our simulators whereas in spirituality through these practices we can connect and that means that we can have this higher being frequency within us and Mm -hmm. these kind of practices which is our meditation manifestation can be explained by science now i mean obviously there's not robust robust evidence but joe dispenza which who is a neuroscientist that's kind of think of these neurological theories as to why manifestation and meditation actually exists and the power of that she came up with my own theory about manifestation that i later found out that joe dispenser stole from me which happens to a lot of my theories but we move and basically like i kind of put a scientific background to manifestation and we think about something that's connected to something else those neurons fire together and the concept of kind of like psychobiology is that the neurons that fire together wire together so now if you thought about for example if you thought about a plant and a mirror at the same time now the plant neuron and the mirror neuron are connected so now if you think about a plant or you think about a mirror there's more chance that you'll think about one or the other when you think about either of them again so the more you think about the plant and the mirror together, the more likely it is that when you think about one of them, you'll think about both of them. So that's the whole concept that when neurons fire together, they wire together. And I feel like this is literally manifestation, but on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. That So if we go with the spiritual idea that we are all connected, like all our energies are connected. So if we imagine that we, like every single living thing is connected as if we are all neurons in a brain through our neural connections, but instead it's like energetic connections. And if, for example, you're trying to manifest, I don't know, you're trying to manifest a car, a Mercedes, yeah? And every time like you close your eyes, you think about yourself in a Mercedes. So you're continuously thinking about you and a Mercedes, and then those two neurons start firing together, but on a bigger scale. So if we think about like us all being interconnected, like spirituality says, then those two things should become spiritually wired together because they become on the same frequency. And that's how you attract what you're trying to manifest. And I think that kind of like explains the kind of scientific conceptualization of spirituality that Joe Dispenza stole from me, but we (laughs) He stole from me. He's just a white man that had the power to save first. Exactly. No, that's literally what it is. But yeah, what do you think about that? I think with that and simulation theory in mind, I think by having the biological process in terms of the frequencies and the neurological level, it really does make you think like okay maybe simulation does exist but maybe this is just kind of like a hack into the system 
And maybe this is a way for us to feel like we're in control and to feel like we're actually gaining what we want. But really all we're doing is hacking into the system and maybe, I don't know, this is probably like a big assumption, but that's our portal to our simulators. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like, you know, how you get cheat codes. Yeah, it's like exactly. A, it's like a cheat code that not many people know about that it works. Yeah, yeah. or dedicate themselves yeah. to. So exactly. I guess if you, yeah, so I guess in that way, if you look at it, kind of a manifestation in the spiritual world is aligned with the simulation theory. Yeah, and just to reiterate, this explanation explains how manifestation is on a neurological level, which then can be interpreted into wavelengths and frequencies, giving it some sort of technical basis. And although we know like this is an overgeneralization, but perhaps it does explain how simulation theory and manifestation coexist and remembering that manifestation is predominantly a spiritual teaching but i do think that spirituality has a big teaching of that we are the creators of our own lives and through the emotions that we feel through the love that we feel and kind of the oneness that we can connect with through all of this, we can have our own free will. That is obviously innately different from this simulation theory, which is that we're ruled by everything. Mm, no, exactly. Like the simulation theory basically says that if we are part of a simulation, we have no free will. Mm. Or our spirituality like really emphasizes on the fact that we create our own realities. Like every single person's brain and mind has the power to create any simulation that they want Mm -hmm. just through the power of their mind whereas Mm -hmm. the simulation theory says that we don't have the power to create our individual simulations we are just part of one larger simulation we have no control there is a separate entity that controls us which i don't know about you just creates this massive hopelessness Mm. (laughs) feeling with inside me like I don't like the thought of that and I'm pretty sure no one likes the thought of that and that kind of had me more thinking about kind of the control that that brings like that dark cloud that simulation theory does make you feel Mm. like it kind of makes you feel like like you said we have no free will Mm. it's hopeless it doesn't matter what we do. Nothing matters. Yeah, we kill gonna... that bitch. It doesn't yeah. matter. She's whatever just a is figment ha- of a fake reality. Kill exactly. that bitch. And whatever happens to <laughs> us was gonna happen anyway. Yeah, because our creator wanted it to happen because he's a little bitch. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But then I just started thinking about like who is the creator of this fe- this theory? And the creators are white men rich men rich are white and male (laughs) yes rich men that are white and male rich men that are white and male yes emphasis on the men they are men they are not women they are men we do not like men Men? Did I say they're male? Wait. Did you mention that they're male? No, I don't know. Let me just say it again. Say it again. They're male. They're male. (laughs) Not because men are more intelligent and they could do it and women can't just because they're dicks and they would do this. Exactly. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) And this dark cloud that we experience, I just feel like 
if we were to be warped into and convinced by this dark cloud cloud and reality of simulation and nothing matters it means that whoever has thought of this simulation theory really is in control now because they can tell us anything or somewhat believe it as a society and to me that's just another tool and a quite clever tool of capitalism to control us again what you mean it's the the tool is making us believe we are in a simulation Mm -hmm. that's another tool yeah for capitalism to be able to venture out into this materialistic world that we live in no because no for real because if we believe that we that there's no point in anything we do that we have mm-hmm. no free will anyway that life doesn't really matter like we're all just being controlled by some high entity that we have exactly. no say in then obviously like to control us would be far easier and capitalism is all about controlling us for the greater power of these rich white men and if you think <laughs> about elon musk right he is now investing his money into research with the University of Oxford um, about this simulation theory in order to make it more robust and to understand it more, right? If you think about that, how does that benefit him, okay? Elon Musk, he owns Tesla and X Space. So he's an amazing engineer. His IQ is obviously huge, but also like, you gotta think about it. Like if he does this research, and finds out simulation is real or makes more research to make it sound like simulation is real then we will more we are more likely to buy into his product which means he is more likely to get more money which means that if he becomes the creator of all of this virtual reality simulation then he will basically become what god God? God? I feel like alternatively, spirituality is literally telling you to run the opposite direction. No, for real, because that's actually like, that's literally, so spirituality was was a big thing back in the day, back in medieval times, but then you know, that concept of religion started to break. People started questioning that. This was back in the day when we had no idea who we are, where we are, why we're here, and then everyone resort to God, religion, spirituality to give us a sense of, you know, purpose, a sense being. of, yeah, a sense of being. Um, but then this started to break. People started to question it. We got rebels as we do. And then people were like, wait, so if, if like this isn't confirmed, like if this isn't the be all end all God, religion, then where, what is this? So we resorted to, we resorted to technology, trying to use technology to figure out who we are, why we're here. But then we got lost in that technology and we got so lost that we ended up here. Mm-hmm. Um, because to believe in that level of spirituality, you, you, you can't, well, yeah. I know this is a topic for debate, but I believe, and I think you believe as Mm -hmm. well, that you can't believe in the advancement of technology to this extent where we can create simulations if you want to achieve this level of spirituality. Spirituality wants you to connect with nature, not to connect with wires and computers. Yeah, exactly. And I think the advancement of technology will only just be taxing for the humankind. It will only create more stress and mental health problems 
for us living in our day-to-day lives. If you think about social media and the effects of that, all we do is tell our friends, oh, okay, like, take time out of social media and, like, be more mindful, like, meditate more. Like, like, that is the new message, which is great. Like, I'm all for it. But what we know of technology to be like today is already so taxing on us and it's already affecting us so much. I can't even begin to think about how much an indistinguishable reality would actually cost our consciousness because I think through technology we can start to begin to understand how consciousness can be related into technology you know through this haptic technology Mm -hmm. but we can't begin to understand how consciousness was put into us no, we can't. We, we can't. we don't even know what consciousness is. No, we, we just, can't even define it. No, <laughs> we can't. We really can't. And and I think in order for us to live in a simulation and simulate again, the only way that's going to happen is if spirituality and simulation theory do coexist. What do you think about that? No, I think that's so true. Like, if okay, if we are to go down this techn technological route, <laughs> we can't say that. We've word, struggled guys. with that word the Honestly, whole day. The whole, now. Time. the whole day. Honestly, we actually had to ask Siri. Like Siri, how do you pronounce? <laughs> how do you pronounce technological? Technological. Technological. But yeah, I feel like yeah, that's so true. Like, if we are to go further into this world, like we're already in this world, and it's so fucked up, and like we need spiritual practices like mindfulness to mm-hmm. keep us sane in this realm in this technical realm and if we're to go further down this road that we need those spiritual concepts whether they're real or not real even more so to mm-hmm. keep us sane because i mean if we really are in a simulation and there's a higher intelligence controlling us right now they ain't sane no there's no way they're okay there's no way they're okay no way i mean like if any of the listeners know Rick and Morty, like, think of Rick. He ain't okay. And he's he he's the kind of person that would be the creator of our simulation and just think he's a fucking alcoholic. Like, just deep that. You can even see that in day-to-day life. More intelligent you get, it kind of is a rule that they lack more social skills. Mm-hmm. And they lack morale. They lack morale. Yeah. And it is just... You know, I think, but the more intelligent you get, the less emotional you get. I think it's exactly. kind of the consequence that happens automatically. Exactly. So to believe in simulation theory is also believing in... That your creator doesn't give a fuck about you. Basically. Which then <laughs> leads back into the depressive cloud. Yes. But as all these kind of videos say, you matter. You're still you important. You still matter. You still matter. And to be honest, I do think that because at the end of the day, whether we're in a simulation or not and what happens with technology and doesn't I really do truly believe that keeping in touch with these practices that spirituality teach will always always mm-hmm. ground us and mm-hmm. will always be able whether to keep us inept exactly like whether we're being grounded in a spiritual realm or whether we're being grounded in a technical realm these are going to help us regardless yeah 
So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if we're in a simulation, if we're not. Like, yes, it's very existential to think, okay, we might not be real. Okay, this might be happening because of God or this might be happening because of a Nike creator. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it doesn't take away the life that you're living and the life that you want to live. Like, we're here for whatever reason we're here for and we're never going to know. We can have a million different theories, but it's literally the life you want to make you create yeah bars bars <laughs> bars dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what if we are at a level we can reach a simulation but we've used that much resources of the universe of the world that means that our whole human existence just combusts and we explode and we die but that's a possibility as well and i think that shouldn't be ruled out because elon musk his theory and his belief is based on the fact that if we can simulate, therefore we are, we are a simu- part of a simulation. But yeah. to me, the way technology is going, the way it's harming the universe, are we, even if we have the mental ability to do that, are we going to achieve it? Because we might just end up exploding before that. <laughs> you mean like spontaneously combusting yeah. like actual exploding maybe what do you think no we're not part of a simulation life no. is way too magical for it to be that technical like i legit just think like they put this theory into our minds like it's very possible and they've done well they're smart beings like yeah. it's very possible that we are in a simulation i completely understand why it's it's believable i think it's very believable but no mm-hmm. We are in a magical realm, not a technical realm. And there's just a few people that are too scared to accept that. And that's my theory. And that wraps up our whole, I don't know, crazy. I don't know what this freaking episode is. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've been recording for three hours. We've been recording for about 10 hours now, guys. (laughs) We've we've probably reached a new simulation by now. Yeah, but I love this. I love it. Yeah, no, me too. I really enjoyed it. And I think on that, I want to thank all listeners that have listened to these whole five episodes. We obviously really appreciate it a lot. Mm-hmm. And all of the messages that we've received, like, yeah, to know people actually listening to this. Because we're doing it for our fun and our own spiritual, spiritual personal. personal yeah. yeah. But also, at the end of the day, like, we love compliments. Oh, and, like, we do. Like, you- I like to <laughs> deny it, but we do. And you guys have been giving us the compliments. Mm-hmm. And the Instagram algorithm has really fucked us up. So if you're listening to this and you don't follow us on Instagram. Like and save. Save. Everything. Because apparently, save is the new like. And honestly, I forget this sometimes. It would really help us so please 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 save like share comment do what you're doing but just just with that extra save (laughs) thank you thank you yeah at fire and air podcast at fire and air like i just said we'll be back we'll be back we're back when i'm back off night shifts and we got our shit together again Mm -hmm. because not gonna lie we our shit ain't together at the moment not that much not that much (laughs) join us on the next one (laughs) bye bye guys bye guys we made it (laughs) we bloody made the end of this episode (laughs) (laughs) 